questions that you get versus a question that Anna gets, it's hysterical. It's night and day. Like different fan bases completely. I can't wait Say to get this for I know, the show. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, are we ready to go? Okay, listen, everyone clear their throats. Yum 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 kundanihu. Um, okay. No, I can't because I'm, I'm, I won't be able to look at the screen because I have, I'm using that. Sim, or you can print shut the fuck up. <laughs> Live and uncensored. <laughs> Anna Ferris is unqualified, uncensored, and unable to stop telling Sim to go fuck himself. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm I'm Anna Ferris. Hi, I'm Sim. Sarna. Sarna. Uh, sorry about that. And uh, uh, my, name is, my name is uh, T.J. Miller. And uh, I, I am at not T.J. Miller on Twitter or at Anna K. Faris at <laughs> dot org dot com. And, uh, and with me is the lovely K8 uh, at Rose Petal Pistol on Twitter. What's up, guys? I'm Kate Miller my, at Rose Petal Pistol, like you said. My betrothed, and she always wears a green ribbon around her neck and has told me <laughs> never to take it off. And I have yet to betray her in that by that uh, point. On that it point. has nothing to do with the 18th century story. I Not promise. at all. It's just a fashion choice. And she doesn't <laughs> like to take it off when she sleeps. So um, we're we're the guests on Anna Ferris's podcast, and uh, I I really forcefully said let's take a call before we even explain or begin the podcast. Let's go to the phones, guys. Let's do it right now. Let's see who do we got? Who's we on the line? We are calling Christine, and she's in Canada. She's thirty one years old. Let's see if she answers. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, you actually Skype? Oh yeah. So they see you? No. <laughs> it's just free. Uh, now this is Hello. a podcast. Hi, is this Christine? Yes, it is. Hi, Christine. You're on Anna Ferris Unqualified with TJ Miller, Kate Miller, Anna Ferris, and I'm Sim. How are you? Hi. Good. Hi, everyone. Hey, Christine. I'm TJ. I'm here, too, but I'm hey. just over here. So you have a question about dating musicians? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was wondering what the biggest pros and cons might be that would make or break a decision to date a musician. Well, you two were talking about this just a second. Oh, my gosh, Christine. We were literally just talking about this in the kitchen over amazing pizza. Uh, here's the deal. Mostly cons. Um, X cons. Especially, like, it's one of those rare professions where if they're aspiring or if they're actually successful, it still has the same personality. Either way, they're both (laughs) fucked. And listen, I say this as an actor, and we are, we're not, we're not innocent. But um, I think that the idea of five or 10,000 people staring at you, worshiping you, um, makes you start you how do you focus on a woman and 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 sort of the worship of that if he's aspiring is lame but the qualify like here's the thing classical and i'm talking maybe a cellist <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking woodwinds over here, sister. We're talking strings and we're talking big wooden bodies. I'm like a oboe, um, maybe. No, no, I, the oboe would be jealous of a cellist, sister. Somebody yeah. who wants to be between your legs. 
Oh, there it and is. And just sort of. This is more like Dr. Drew than I anticipated. Dedicate. <laughs> but, but, and you were saying, and that, that is the bad thing, is if it's a successful musician, then they are playing to Did you just say successful? Adoring, successful. You did. You well, quietly slipped. That's a, that's a successful uh, musician. Christine, are you getting this? a lot of sex. <laughs> Okay. And then, uh, but uh, the aspiring, you said the, the, the worship, is that what you said? Yeah. Um, would be what you were talking about, which is somebody who's willing to just stay in their... Well, their yeah, room. exactly. This is what I think is a major con of dating a musician. And I'm not anti-dating musicians. I've dated a couple in my life. But I think that a major drawback is that at the end of the day, what you have to realize is... Most of them are playing instruments and to be a good musician, you have to practice for hours and hours a day. And so the world disappears. And so if you're the companion of someone who's focused on an object. You also have to smoke a lot of weed. That yep. that that seems no, to go do. hand that in guy hand. That you you, you yeah. smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, and and what so that but I don't. No, I, I smoke a, yeah. Focusing on something like in a detailed way, plus smoking a shit ton of pot, makes you very yin, and yin is feminine energy, so they have enough of it in their life. There it is, and also there is an aspect of this too, which is what is the instrument? I mean, you touched on that a little bit. For me, uh, you know, if the instrument is very different, if it's a mouth harp. If it is, yeah. and you know, a triangle, you got to be like, I don't think so about that. But if the it's tambourine, a, you know, yeah. Oh, but now steel drums, though. How many people do you know that are married to someone who plays the steel drums professionally that aren't happy? It's I, so I, I guess the buck stops there. It's so positive. You can really like Ike or not, but that is the truth. It doesn't come down to nothing less. Steel drums. And you know, the other the other pro, like we've been hearing that a lot of That little tiny, what the box that you, the little, you know, with the twongs and oh, the twang. Oh, there's an African instrument. It yeah, has like little this, like metal pieces that are bent. It's and like when a thumb you, piano it's cello. A, it's like a thumb thing. And then when you, it just, it's so soothing. Here's the thing. They don't tend to be kazoo. very aggressive. If these you have are, a man who plays pros, the kazoo professionally, they, they're not going to be. I think too that up. guy may be a lot of fun. And and also, he like, may not be a very. He may not be able to buy. Wait, you, you guys, could we, wake we up don't to know what music. instrument she he plays yet. Oh. She, okay. yeah, but the, wait, what is the instrument <laughs> that I your love fellow this. plays? Oh, I just meant in general. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot, now there's a lot of my friends here. I know a lot of musicians, and the the dating pool is sort of. That that sort of group. So, Christine, here's what I would say: whether you want to try and find something else outside of there and take the, all the effort, or just go for the easy thing that's all right, in girls. front and awful. <laughs> girls, if you had to, if I had you, to pick one, well, which you um, of these of these instruments? I'm asking all the girls. Yeah, um, drums, bass, or guitar, or vocals. Uh, vocals, I think. <gasps> Bad choice. Well, yeah, I would no, say also, not. you're right. It's, Terrible it's choice. Not, doesn't have to be lead vocals, just vocals in general. You just want someone in the background going, shoop-a-doo-up, shoop-a-doo-up, shoop-a-doo-up-a-doop, scooby-woo. He comes home, he's like, it's so hard. I fucked up the third less, scooby-doo. Less time practicing, probably. Less instruments to pack up at the end of the night. Can I answer with a, with a, an instrument that wasn't on your list, TJ? What? Piano player. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't suck to wake up in the morning to a small piano concerto and just like drift into consciousness. Like, am I in heaven? Oh no, I'm in my house. That's pretty nice. So that could happen for you. I think also guitar, if played in a certain way, can be really, really soothing. So you know, it could relieve a lot of tension (laughs) if you're gonna go that way. Flamenco, Flamenco. yeah, yeah. What about you? If you had to decide. 
Well, I I got to tell you, sometimes I just want to be the only instrument in the house. Whoa, okay. So, and, <laughs> I'm he not who plays Anna Ferris. No, no, but uh, but I would. Oh gosh, who? I don't know. They all, to me, there's pros and cons to every single one of those things. I would think you yeah. guys would be saying drums. Like if I had no, no, I will tell you band? why no drums. drums Can anything. I tell you why? Easy peasy, drums. They're feeling <laughs> like uh, they're on the defense. They're not a quarterback, and they're down there. They're like keep a tempo for everything. They're underappreciated. Every once in a while, they get a long, boring. Long, but is it easy peasy Japanese? Because no, no, no. Wait, I'm just saying they're going to bring that home. Well, there's usually a hierarchy, right? And the bass is at the bottom. All right, what's no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I still have a bigger point to make. I'm so sorry, but I'm saying you come home. Oh, honey, how was the show tonight? Fucking Ryan, man. He fucking once again, like, called all... We were supposed to do the fucking songs in one fucking order, man. And fucking Ryan was like, oh, I gotta, like, play all the... Th- you, dude, like, fuck you, man. Just fucking set the tempo, dick. <laughs> and he's saying that to his girlfriend, <laughs> being us. And you're like, man, drummer did seem like a good choice, but it's not. I got one where I, I, think, I think if it's a, again easy peasy Japanese, it's more visceral. You know, they they really know the rhythm of it. They know the. Oh, oh, oh I see where he's going. The, right, it's I see where shot. he's going. It's I'm gonna that. say, Whereas, you know, somebody who's playing uh, the bass. Christine, I'm gonna say I'm sorry, T, but I'm gonna say that female drummers are cooler. They just are, right? That's true. If you're talking about rhythm yeah. and understanding the tempo of things, and it's gonna be a sexual innuendo, like a female drummer is where it's at. But what would you, yeah. Christine, what, what would you choose? And then we got to go because we got to start the podcast. You actually know that we haven't started the podcast. It's not that you're oh, not yeah. going to be on it. It's just that the time that you're going to be on it, the listeners will be very confused as to what the podcast no, even is. It, it, no, listen, I can't, you have, you've been one of our best callers. I got to tell you, I'm, and I know that we sort of dominated everything, but. She's never taken another call. Christine. That's yeah. I'm tell you. You're I the love the, I'm the first. I like it. <laughs> we right, so used to. What would yeah. you choose? Yeah. Oh, what am I choosing? The instrument wise. Yeah. It's uh, a drummer, a keyboardist, or piano player, or a bassist, or a guitarist, or lead vocals. You, you're saying backup vocals. What if you had to choose an instrument, not their voice? No, she never actually did. Yeah, I was, yeah, oh. guitar or piano for sure. You didn't say piano before, but piano is is pretty yeah. great. Well, there you go. Because you can do you can do keyboards that are electronic, and then you can fit them at a, a like classical grand piano, and they can still play it. So, and they certainly know. I mean, do you like uh, do you like elephants, Christina? Do I like what? Elephants. Elephants. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I should answer that. No, I'm just asking. Do you like the the animal? The I don't elephants? have anything against them. Well, then there you go. Because a piano player will be tickling your ivories. It was great talking to you. Thank, you, Thank so you so much, Christine. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, let's start the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the best start to a podcast well, there we we've go. ever had. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So this is called, what's the name of it? Anna Ferris is Unqualified. And here we are. <laughs> Having just uh, answered in a totally unqualified it was way. perfect. I think we've got She's a new like format, Anna. This is great. Well, welcome. Uh, uh, thank you oh, so thank much you for being so here. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for oh. having us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. I'm here with TJ Miller hey. and his beautiful wife, Kate Miller. And uh, I've been friends with TJ for... A little bit of time now, which I want to get into, but um, I'd also our first question without a caller is how did you you how did you guys meet? Will you give us a little story about yourselves? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> do you want to? Sh- do you, should I do? You, I should, want to? Well, make it kind of a, <laughs> yeah. So there was this the strawberry bagel people for with money. cream cheese. Price on people's head. Mercenaries, we both of us. Passing Costa it back Rica. and forth. And the game was like, who can take the smallest bite? And I looked so in the mirror and I was like, this woman will kill me. And I realized it was in the mirror. It was too far away. So I looked through. She was just so terrifying, but looked enough like me with a red wig. I thought I was looking to a mirror. She pulled a gun. I pulled a gun. And then maybe the friendship can develop into something else. And like, there's a lot of moments there. He made we offer them to each other. They spill. I was like, what's the big deal of bliss? Like, bliss is we the start ultimate to get that everybody's pursuing. Her. We bump our heads. We're at a frat oh party. Gosh, we're in college. Of course, I we're very young. And I was like, I'm not going to kiss you. I'm just too not going to kiss you. Like, You're too kind of being a dick, so I'm not going to kiss you. And then I, you know, we kissed. And, God. Most amazing 14 years of just dreaming about that kiss. So, yeah. That was a beautiful story. Thank you so much. Thanks. It really was. How did you two meet? <laughs> I have not laughed that hard in a really long time. Oh my god, that was, I was. Oh god, that was wonderful. It's a classic tale. Oh, it, it's as old as time. <laughs> oh, this is when I do that embarrassing laugh. Um, okay, but all right, back to the focus. Embarrassing laugh. <laughs> She bit. just started snorting. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Within the last six months. I did. Which I like, but it's very. I've never seen a person never snort. I've known her for 14 years. We met in college. Never and she never previously. snorted during laughing, but now no. very often she's. The <laughs> <laughs> snort is much more powerful and brings in more air than the laugh expends. <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on? Where are you keeping that air? And it turns out she's a little lighter on her feet. Well, almost all the time it happens, and it's pretty embarrassing because we were addressing this why is this happening thing? What's going right. on? And we were on set the other day, and we were walking by a group of people. And, I, and he was like, but you just, you never snorted before. And I was like, I know, but I mean, I think it's because my, I'm like more relaxed in general. My throat is more relaxed. I'm like, so in more relaxed, relaxed laugh. and TJ goes, yeah, yeah, you smoke weed. You definitely smoke weed. And the whole group of people just turned our way. And like, it was, it was a nice <laughs> snapshot of like a human life. That's what I'll remember right. when I die. My dying it's a relaxed laugh. You're snorting. You smoke weed. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But we so we met in college and then uh, had a time apart. She broke up with me. We were we junior and senior year we dated. The first time we met, uh, we well you can tell the real chorus line. Why did you break up with him? I mean, look at him. He's he looks like a German soldier let himself go and decided to become a birthday clown. Actually, (laughs) I my adoration for TJ. I mean, I just you're so brilliant and thank you, sir. You're welcome. Father. Son. Mm. 
But Kate, sorry. Okay. But I, yeah. I want to know. No, it's okay. Um, well, to be real, real serious about it, um, we, we were dating for about four and a half years. And uh, post-college, I moved to New York and he moved to Chicago. And we were long distance. And it was amazing in the sense that I think the beauty of a long distance relationship is that when you see someone, you're always like, oh, love, love. And it's a holiday. And your heart is there. Mm-hmm. And you're completely immersed in the moment. And then you get to have your own life and you get to be in your own city. But the downside of a long distance relationship is you just, it's just such a profoundly sad missing all the time of the other person. And so we were very young and I remember both of us, um, taking this honest look at our relationship post-college and going like, well, okay, what do we do if we meet another person? You know, like we're like 22 years old. Like, what do we do? Do we like blindly go, yeah, like we've been more in love than anyone else and this is really the deal, which I mean I I feel like both of us really felt. Or do we take a practical view of like, heaven forbid you're in a bar and you like kiss someone, how do we deal with that? What 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 happens? We you live in Chicago, I live in New York. Like So we approach it sort of as an open relationship. Yeah. In the sense that like we we didn't really want to yeah, tell any it wasn't about sort of talking about it but it was more like if you find somebody and you want to hang out with them then it seems insane to say at age 24 that you shouldn't do that yeah and so i had i had about i mean this is the first time i've ever you know brought this up but i think this is a public forum and absolutely you're in a very safe place but uh you know i mean i had about 15 girls that i had to explain unsuccessful erections to because if you see a picture of the two of us uh you'll see that i didn't date or encounter a lot of girls that were as attractive as her i was sort of really trolling for the depths of buffalo new york and the various places that i was touring (laughs) as a stand-up comedian I met one girl, uh, actually, well, it's okay. She had more acne than face (laughs) and I made love to her. I think a lot of things cleared up right after that. For her, for you, for everybody. Are you saying that your bodily creations cure acne? (laughs) Excretions. Yes. Your baby batter? (laughs) Yeah. Really? Well, so if yeah. I get acne, it's going to go away. Okay. Well, so, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, well, we... here's the thing, TJ, and maybe we should edit all of this out, but what if this is like a so really we can a, bottle a, and sell? Bottle yeah. And sell. I was thinking I mean, bottle and sell. I've got you know, my, I, go, I go into Macy's every Wednesday and Thursday. I think we can, and I try and s- I try and sell my wares, so to speak. And I'll tell you what, they aren't buying. I don't know what it is. It's because you don't, they have, don't a, have the right pop album out. You don't have a catchy name, T. You have to like market it in a different way. What was weird was that I, do, I think one of the things was that neither of us ever, it wasn't, what I guess we both were like, TJ, well, we feel please? so closely about it. I'm P-L-E-E-Z. Do you please? <laughs> I'm just, like I'm still thinking like about. It. You're just spitballing names She's right marketing now. That's a good it. One. She's yeah, it's, sorry. We're, we're, we're going to bottle this it's up. Please next. It's, it's not bad. like Kleenex. It's please next. It's, it's sort of like sneeze, but not sneeze next. <laughs> you know, sneeze next, please next. But it's close. It's like reminiscent of like the Kleenex, the sneeze, and like the whole. It's like sixty percent aloe vera, thirty percent aloe vera, and ten percent just the aloe. No, just aloe. And no, then wait, I'm, I'm on no. the front of it. No, I'm just on the packaging. 
I just don't. It's just TJ with his arms up, with his head cocked to the side, going. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I very very much uh, was was sort of impressed by when we split up. I think as a guy, I was like, oh, I really got like, oh, this is awesome. I can like date other people while I'm in Chicago and she's in New York. And I think I was naive enough to be like, I bet she won't date very many people. But the truth was was that. Uh, I was most impressed by her sort of bringing that up. It wasn't me that was like, hey, do you mind? Like, we're far away from each other. Like, do you want... So little did I really realize she probably had like 50 suitors and she's like, there's a lot of very attractive Italian men who'd like me to take me to dinner. <laughs> do you? Would you be open to the idea of us? And it was perfect because when we saw it... And what it was is, and that we've done a lot of this lately, is just like, it was transparency, but it's not that you have to tell the other person everything. It's that you would, that you will. Yeah, I think... But with a question, if it's, well, why couldn't I reach you last night? Were you with someone else? You say yes, but you don't go, oh, I had quite the fuck last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, in fact, the person died. I think what, well... Their their skin was absolutely clear, though. Confessions of necrophilia. (laughs) Confessions of a necrophiliac dermatologist. I I think in earnest, in, in conjunction with the necrophilia dermatology, um... What was so interesting was that um, when I met TJ and started dating him, I had the same impression that you have, like, he's fantastic, he's just so magnificent, and there really is no one else I've ever met quite like him in many ways. But and why does his why is his head shaped like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always get. Wow, what a guy! And is it oblong? Something's not symmetrical. Oblong, oblong. Is the jaw closer to me than the forehead? Which is which? Is he standing on his head? You know, I, ha- I sometimes when I would see you when I was in New York and I'd come to Chicago, like, th- I've never told you this before, but no. it's really weird. And I'm sorry, but like, oh, yeah. I used to, I used to sort of like think about whether or not when I saw you and then didn't see you, cause you know, like we didn't Skype back then. It was like pre, it was like, right. you no, know, said, met, uh, prehistoric. Car- carrier pigeons, but I was a hunter at the time. So I would shoot him in the, I'd shoot him as I saw him coming. Then I realized, fuck, there might've been a message on that. <laughs> but tied, I had a shotgun and I had a strong will. Well, also he tied the message to an arrow and kill the passenger pigeon and it would fall on someone's head. And then they'd be like, I think this is supposed to go to Kate. So they'd give me the dead bird. But she would get some other letter. people's dead birds because they would be like, we think this is for you. And she'd get in and it's like send money home to Oklahoma. She's like, I don't have family there. It was a difficult time to communicate in a relationship. That was tough, man. Ever snort of it, Christina? Ever snort of it? So I never told you that. Like sometimes I would question whether, like, your eyes were like moving farther apart, or closer together. <laughs> okay, I know that's so weird. I'm that, so what? sorry, but I'd see you and I would be like, Wait, what? <laughs> This actually is something I haven't heard. I know, I know but I, I feel like sometimes I would see you and I'd be like, wow. Like, has it been just... so long? I don't that you were know. like, are your eyes closer together? Maybe I was together? like seeing a lot of the world. I was like studying art and faces or something. A lot of like, the world, less of my eyes. No, I just feel like sometimes I would see you and I would be like, I kind of remember your eyes like a little bit farther apart. Okay. Well, <laughs> and the truth is now it's time for me on this podcast. A lot of people go on uh, WTF with Mark Marin to sort of talk about new and incredible developments in their lives. I have a strange disorder. It's a genetic uh, growth, tissue growth disorder where my eyes move closer and closer together. Apparently, by the time I'm in my late 50s, early 70s, 
I, uh, both my eyes will be so close together that many people will think I only have one eye. And if I live into my 80s and 90s, uh, let me put it this way. If I'm not wearing X-Men headwear, then you know I'm not in a comic book. All right, buddy? Give me $50 and move on. They don't make Ray-Bans without the middle piece. Just one. You really did think that? Is that true? I mean, a couple of times I was like, it just—it startled me. Meanwhile, my thing for seeing you again would be like, each time I saw you, I was like, you're more beautiful than I ever could have imagined or remembered. And she's like, they're creeping pretty close to the bridge. (laughs) Talking about the bridge of the nose. Getting seriously close. (laughs) How long do those irises are just one? Oh, well, man. okay, so yeah. All right, you're making me sound like such a douchebag, no, but no, here's, no. The, here's the reality. I so, like it. Aside from the eye observation. Look at me lamely be like, no, I like that. I thought that was cool. You're really perceptive. You're checking on where my <laughs> eyes were in my head. How close could they get before you're like, I got to go. I look, I, I bought you these sunglasses for Christmas, but uh, <laughs> I should have bought you a monocle. It's over. That's why she broke up with me. She was like, I can't watch this get any closer together. <laughs> I mean that, and the fact that like there was a there are a couple. No, it times. was tell tell the intersection story. I'm gonna All refresh right. my drink. Okay, well the intersection story. It sounds so dramatic. It, it's it is an intersection of many things in our lives. But um, go go ahead. <laughs> CJ, are you are you serenading us? Christina, I'm better than a vocalist. Oh, and you know what? You guys, because you're listening, you can't see, but when he picked up that guitar, not only was it beautiful, but it's covered in red glitter. It's covered in glitter. I'm not and kidding. That was overwhelming and, to my and eyes. And there's, a, there's so like a heart hole in the middle eye. of it. There's a heart. Isn't there anything? Like, you know how when a guy picks up a guitar, like, even if you don't want to date him, you're like, fuck, he's sexier. He just, he picked up a guitar that has a heart in the middle. Tell the story of the intersection. Okay. Okay. So there's this, we're in the middle of an intersection and... <laughs> And you're I so funny. Like, you're a fucking funny. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, TJ just took off, by the he way. He took off. He didn't want to hear the story. And I feel like it was. it's a tough time. Like, I think what in, you know, really honestly, like, it was a tough time for both of us because we were young. We were really in love. We went through something that was really tough and, like, united us in a way that mm-hmm. I feel like you don't kind of really get when you're younger. And then we moved to these different cities. And, yeah, we could take airplanes and fly to see one another and hang out, and it was great. Um, but then it went on for a long time, this long-distance relationship. And I think both of us were like, what is the end game here? Like, how do we re- maintain our youth and maintain, like, an honest perspective on life and, and not, like, mm-hmm. stifling ourselves and then, you know, grapple with the fact that, like, we're super, super in love and this is what we want. Um, and there were a couple times where he was like, I'm going to move to New York. And I was like, that's great because I don't – I can't honestly say that I – would move to Chicago for any other reason but you because I'm very happy in New York. And my parents got divorced when I was a sophomore in college. So my big deal was like, I don't want to create a situation for resentment. Like that could, that I, I just won't do it. I would rather not be with this person than go down this path where it's like the only reason I did this was for you or me mm-hmm. for you. And, and so I was kind of afraid of that really afraid and that was really in the forefront of my mind and so there were a few times when there was a date that we had that he was moving to New York and it would pass and we wouldn't talk about it Mm -hmm. and I was just like oh like you know you felt like just this like arrow in your stomach and you're just like okay how do I as a 
like, I didn't have as much confidence back then. So I didn't really know how to be like, hey, douchebag, you told me you were moving to New York like two weeks ago and we never talked about it and it broke my heart. And when is it going to happen? And so there was this moment when we were in Chicago and we were walking across this intersection and he was like pulling my hand and he was, and I was in these stupid shoes because I wore these stupid fucking heels when I was younger and I'm still in stupid fucking heels today. But he was like, come on, we're going from one open mic to the next open mic. And like, I remember this feeling of being younger and going to TJ's comedy shows and having the time of my life and just going, I don't need to do anything. I can just be in his audience and laugh and be happy. And then there was this other really strong part of my brain that was like, no, Kate, don't do that. Because if you willingly give over your life to another human being and develop nothing, resentment is the only thing that is headed for you. And so there was this moment where he was pulling me across this intersection. He's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And I was like, no, I don't want to walk this fast. I don't want to go to the next open mic. And even as I said that, it was like kind of my heart fluttered because I was like, I'd be so happy there. Like, it'd be so fun. I'd laugh so much. But it was me kind of taking the stand and going like, I, I have to do something else. I have to do something that's just mine. That's not yours. That's not us. Because then if there's an us from this point forward, I'm going to either disappear or like we're going to both like stomp on it a little bit. And I just, it was too good to stomp on, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of... uh and I just I, I just sat back down. Go ahead. No, I just that's amazing. Thank you. I I think that that that's a weird thing is that she was the first person that was like you're an actual tornado, and I don't care to be sort of swept about by all of this. And um, so that's been kind of the thing that like in the interim when we and we dated a little bit when she came back to Los Angeles, she dated this guy who she can I'm sure tell you about if. If you guys want to talk about that stuff, but it's a guy that was very like emotionally abusive, sometimes physically abusive. And then I was sort of in a relationship that was really bad for me and another one that was really bad. And that entire time I was sort of working to get more control in Hollywood so I wouldn't have to work as hard. But a big thing for us certainly has been, it is that thing. It's like I I work a lot, you know, I I can go at very, very high speeds. I don't need to slow down the the work is you could call it compulsive or you just call it like driven really really mm-hmm. driven as an altruistic sort of initiative or something but that you know that, that that isn't totally conducive always to a relationship you know and it's not i the, the difference is i'm not pursuing thousands of adoring fans in the audience as i'm rocking out on my fucking on my axe dude on my glitter love art whole axe dude <laughs> but I am sort of driven by this idea of like, well, if I do Transformers 4, I have to be away. It's very, very difficult. But I can insert some comedy in the lives of millions of people that I wouldn't ever be able to affect or put Wait. that forth with. So that's a delicate balance. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. TJ, if you were going to play like one of, like an idea of an obnoxious character, like who in your mind would you be if you wanted to be an incredibly obnoxious character because probably me no but come on like are you sort of an underpaid manager for like best buy or well i worked at radio shack as you well know what was that like um (laughs) it was just a great experience you know i'm so excited (laughs) possibly maybe getting another opportunity just within that franchise i know they're doing really really well as a business they're opening up new locations all over the country and i would love to be a regional manager Brandon Plasters. He saved TJ's ass from the radio show. I um, he did it. You're a genius. No, I mean, I think if I was, I don't know. I sort of, I struggle to find. I mean, who would you be? I, I, I'm, I'm not even a. Uh, I'm sort of like the shittiest oh, deal making. No, but I love playing like obnoxious characters. I, I keep trying to convince. Oh, probably. I, I think Ehrlich is a really good one from Silicon Valley. Yeah, I think but, he's really obnoxious, and I think unfortunately no, no, no. he's a magnification. No, he is yes obnoxious, but in a delicious sense because it's unapologetic. It makes it completely it's, forgivable and charming. I think and he's terrible and charming. Like, I feel I, like I, I apo- really do. You do. think that I apologize for my own obnoxiousness more than that character does? For sure, right? Oh, Hopefully, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? Of yeah. course. I, I agree Not with you me. guys that like. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't give a shit about this podcast. Oh, he just said that was course, the first time. I'd be like, an oh, Mark Marin, thank you so much for having me in your garage. I just can't wait to help your subscribers. Daughters, cats, far left liberal. I like the idea of drunk people. Don't you? Like, it's charming. Spell it with a C. Cats? Spell Mark with a C. No, you probably spell cats with a Okay, that piece of shit. He looks like libertarianism face fucked a trash can full of puppies that have no homes. Is this a euphemism for sex somehow, like the cat thing? No, it's a sexism for youth. Oh, much better. I like youth is when you're like you were talking to somebody like you, but you're like sex is youth. The name of a new band. That would be that would be a great one, like not Sonic Youth, but Sexist Youth. Yeah. I mean, that's like a little like when edgy she broke like, up with me yeah. in when she was in New York and I was in Chicago. Uh, we broke up and I was touring with Second City and I fell apart. I was banned from the casino I was working at with Second City, so we had, we were, we had a residency there for two weeks. She broke up with me a couple of days into the whole thing. Uh, she remembers this only because I called her one night crying in a bathtub. No water, just bathtub and tears. So, for, some water. Who hasn't seen you in that situation before? Basically, me, my video camera, and my two friends, Tammy. Both named Tammy, one with a Y, the other with an I. Both twin, fraternal twin Down syndrome sufferers. <laughs> uh, and and so I, I'm up there, I'm in the casino, 
And she just, you know, it it, had, it was right after we had broken up, and I just kept calling her really late and be like, why, 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 why are you doing this? Why does this happen? I love you so much. Why? And I got kicked out because I played craps until three, then they cut me off and said, you have to stop drinking. Then about 45 minutes later, they had realized that I was uh, making bets for someone to have them order drinks. Uh, then they told me you have to leave the crap table. I said, I'll leave when I use the bathroom, assholes, plural. <laughs> and I uh, made my way to the bathroom. Next thing I know, uh, security guards had woken me up. I had fallen asleep in the sink. And I don't know if you guys have fallen asleep in the sink, but it leaves a mark on your side from the faucet, and it's not really made for sleeping. So it's, And I'm a larger fellow, so it didn't quite fit the whole sleeping arrangement. And the guy goes, you, you're banned from the casino. I was like, but I have to work tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, we don't care. You shouldn't come to the casino if you're working. Go to your job. And I'm like, but I work here. And he's like, what do you mean? And I remember, I remember him being like, I remember him having this moment where he was like, God damn it. These drunk assholes have to work till whatever in the morning. I'm dealing with shit at home, all this stuff. And it was so clear to him. This guy's shit-faced. He fell asleep in the sink in the men's bathroom. I think men's. You know what I mean? Hey, look, let me put it this way. The icon was wearing a skirt. All right. Talk soon. And uh, he let me out. He's like, I'm probably just going to tell this guy to get the fuck out of here. And then when I was like, but I have to work tomorrow. He's like, yeah, I know, asshole. Get. And I'm like, I work here. I, I saw him be like, no. <laughs> no, is this going to be complicated? Do I have to? So he goes, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "I I work at the casino." He's like, "No, you don't. I work at the casino." This is what he said. He goes, "I work at the casino." I was like, "Me too." Again, very drunk, probably around five thirty six a.m. He's like, "You got to leave," and I was like, "I am leaving, but I have to come back tonight to perform." He goes, "What?" I go, "I'm a performer. I'm a comedian." He's like, "You have a show tonight?" And I was like. Depends on how you see right now. Because for me, this is the end of my night. My show is tomorrow. If you see it as the daytime times, then yeah, tonight's the night. And he was like, God damn it. And there's this long pause. And you could tell the two other like sheriff type people. I don't know what they are, but they have badges. And they're just waiting for his. And he kind of paused. And he goes, all right, you're not allowed in here for 12 more hours. And I just go, but my show is at like 10. And he was like, Fine. You're not allowed back in here for nine more hours. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that was it. Meanwhile, by 4 p.m., I was back at the crafts table. How was the show? Uh, not good. But I won $200,000 in crafts that night. No, you didn't. Yeah, I bought the hotel right next door. Turned into a brothel. Uh, actually, first woman I employed was the wife of that sheriff. Long story short, I'm the mayor of Niagara Falls. Got right over that breakup. <laughs> uh, no, it was awful. I mean, I was really, I was, I was sort of crying and devastated, and didn't really. No, I just couldn't believe it. And I, and there was this thing where we left college, and we went. You know, I love you. It's this long distance. It's an open relationship, but we'll all, I, we'll know we'll we'll end up together. Yeah. And uh, and that for me, in my mind, I was like, what happened to that? And she was like, I don't even really. You kind of you were like very comforting, but then you got off the phone. You know. It's weird because you not in a bad way. Because then like, she came to Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, can I say just before before you segue into that, like it's weird because you know you hear this like romantic idea like if you love something let it go and if it comes back to you like that old fucking adage right but the truth of the matter is but i think isn't like, that true I, that I'm old living, adage i'm a like living if testament you loves wait but wait yeah. if you yes. wait if you love something put it in a box slowly open Keep it 
wait, and then if it comes back, wait, and then it, <laughs> then you it. No, it's if you love something, keep it in a box. Lock the box. Keep that in a safe and put no. the safe no, underground. No, no, Dad. no, 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 no. no. what you do, I think, is something like this. Okay, if you love something, <laughs> yeah. Sort of create one of those claw-like bear traps Mm -hmm. in your emotional forest. And then if it comes (laughs) like like trip-chopping by, it snaps you. Yeah. And then... But if it's... So then... But then if it managed to gnaw its way out, then it escapes. So sort of like if you love something, trap it. Let it gnaw its leg off. And then if it comes back... Then you can sew it its leg back leg. on. Yeah. Yes, you can help, help it, it sew its leg use back Use a 3D pl- printer yes. to absolutely print with, it a new with, leg. With Marta, Martha <laughs> Plimpton. Got you. With Martha Plimpton. Now that's a nonprofit I want to invest in. <laughs> now that's a nonprofit I'd like to invest in. Let's take some calls. Let's do it. All right. We are going to call Brittany. Brittany? Yep. Let's see if she picks up. Is there a way you could grab my wallet? Hello. Hi, is this Brittany? Hey, Brittany. Hi, yes, it's Hi, hey, Brittany. You're on with Brittany, Anna, Brittany, TJ yeah. Miller, yeah. and Kate, and I'm Sim, and you have a question for us. Hi, Brittany. It's Anna. Hi. Hi. I do. So my question is, um, I kind of am having a little bit of a boring sex life, unfortunately. Are you with someone? Uh, due to the fact that my husband really is not interested in doing it anywhere but the bedroom. <laughs> oh. So you would like to so, do it in different locations? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, first. I mean, I'm not talking, you know, in public in front of people, but you know, just something different. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, listen, do it in private in front of people. Here, here's one of my ideas is, and the girl's going to say something different, but I say, and this is useless. None of this uh, advice that I'm about to give you is going to help. But disguise other rooms as the bedroom. I was take your bed into the kitchen put it on the sink honey it's time to go to bed let's do the dang thing you turn on the water in the middle of it he doesn't know what's going on the garage becomes the bedroom my side table's in here yes it is let's get it going then suddenly start the car these are ways to sort of spice up the sex life but also make him geographically confused about your own dwelling it's so weird because we're married and I am sure you understand as a married woman like I was going to say the exact opposite I was going to be like why don't you discuss Guys, the bedroom as other rooms so you can trick Put a sink in into there. feeling like yeah, <laughs> Put a sink yeah the bed. you bring in the Ever heard of it? <laughs> or you could like open the windows really wide and be like this is a lot of outdoors Here, why doesn't he want to have sexual intercourse in other areas besides the bedroom yeah and you do know, you have so sex you with the lights off like, do you have sex with the lights off but wait but wait so wait is the fantasy kitchen Hmm. What's your fantasy? The fantasy is outside of my house. Whoa! (laughs) During Halloween, while the trick or treat. Okay, you are ginky. I like this. Uh, You're you're saying in like in in a public restroom, maybe. 
maybe not a restroom, but you know, something's a little cleaner. But yeah, just somewhere other than you not know really the clean. house. Like the I mean, we've been public... together six years, and we just gotta spice it up a little. Yeah. All right, so, all is right. your fantasy like like outside? When you say outside, yeah, do you outside. mean like people walking by, but they can't see you necessarily, but they're kind of right there, kind of thing? Not even necessarily. I mean, we live in a town of. Not the kid has ever been in a situation. Like... Sorry. You live in a town of how many people? Oh, no, I was saying we live in a really small town, like 600 people. So, we're, so even if it was just out in a picnic in a field of, you know, where there's a thousand acres and nobody's going to walk by, just something different, you know? What about what about this? What about another town that's kind of close? People don't really know each other. I think, I know you don't like the restroom idea, but I think... But you know, he's not open to it is what she's saying. She's saying that she wants to, but he only Does he wants like to, to have in sex the in the dark or in the light? Uh, he doesn't have preference when it comes to that. And, you know, his biggest thing is he said he just wants to be comfortable. That's his excuse all the time, comfort. Could you bring, like, a, an enormous amount of pillows and comforters into is a field? Is he comfortable in cornfields? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I could just, like, Would he be comfortable in a corn maze? <laughs> because I have a small investment in a brothel in Idaho centered solely around Doing business transactions, corporate stuff, all square for a corn maze in Iowa. The corners aren't I'm, dusty. I'm he willing, what about willing. what about what about a motel? What about a motel to start or a hotel? Yeah, so I will say I will give him that. He will do that if it's what about very a car? Mean. Uh, no, he won't do that. He no won't do the car. Is it okay? Is your husband We're very tall? Renting a bigger car. Yeah. It, is exactly. he very tall? Because I know, like TJ's really tall, and you know, so, he doesn't always fit in cars. Let me put it this way: we had sex rooms. in a Kia one time, and my goddamn legs went out, both of them. Hey. I had to get them replaced. No, <laughs> no. not hey. But I wait, couldn't walk out of there. Um, we ran out of gas on the way back. Whose Kia was it? <laughs> So, yeah, he is tall. He's six three, uh, And we actually have a Kia Soul, and it does not happen in our soul. Well, so here's the deal. You rent a bigger car for the night. You go. You have a picnic on the hood, if you know what I'm saying. That's kind of lingus. There we go. You have a kind of lingus. And wow. then once that's finished, you have sexual intercourse in the back of the Escalade. That'll cost you $123 at Enterprise. <laughs> No, no, listen. If you sign up for the credit card, then you can get 5% off, and it's only $350 annual fee, and it's a total... Look, there's no APR, and they just they charge you to even have the card. No, but I, I think I think get a get a fun car. Start there. So I'm saying ease him in. Kate has a really big phobia of needles. We're trying to knees. We're trying to like ease her in. You know what I mean to the needles. Kneezing also, in. That's easing into needles. You just go in knee first. You know. Yeah. But but here's the other thing. I understand comfort. Don't go in knee. Really you know do. I'm gonna back up. Don't go in knee first. <laughs> she said that very casually. That's gonna be dangerous. That's not good for you. He's gonna. I don't know. Is he a soccer player? We'll talk. You know. Email us. Well, I think oh, we've got it. So it's it's a slow but sure. You're gonna go rent a bigger car, get a weirder limousine. motel, limousine. Get a lot of pillows and blankets. I understand the comfort thing. Like I, we at our house, we have this tactile environment situation where everything is pretty much like when you touch it, it's soft, it's very comfortable, and like. That's cool. That's sexy. Like somebody the other day. Oh, oh, it was. Am I allowed to say his name? Does he like camping? 
Well, remember on Silicon Valley when someone asked you, like, if you, no. were, if you were forced, this is the question in human life, if you're forced to have sex with another animal, like, you just have okay, to. Yeah, like, we what can't would it say be? that about Okay, Silicon anyway. So, uh, that anyway, didn't happen. No but- one from Silicon Valley asked if you were forced to <laughs> commit bestiality. No, this never happened. Not. Didn't happen. It Wouldn't. didn't. And no reason to. But my no, answer we, we would be chinchilla. HR-wise, I just no really want to say it would be a chinchilla because a chinchilla is comfortable. So I feel like I understand Do the not fuck for- a chinchilla. I don't even know if that's a I, dog or an They're soft. They are soft, but we're not going to so talk soft. about that. We've never, yeah, neither Kate nor I have ever had intercourse with a chinchilla or any sort of mink or any type but of anything. if you did, that would probably be soft. And you so wouldn't want to ever have sex with an animal legally, especially on record, on public no, but you could put chinchillas around, and then you if can't. you guys don't roll, put chinchillas around your genitalia your when you're having sex. No, yep. they would brush against getting, your skin while you and your husband were having sex. We can't even see the light out of. So you could put like a farm no, of chinchillas around you, around br- you no. in a public place. You know what? We encourage farming and organic farming, not of chinchillas for sexual purposes, especially if they're going to accompany your genitalia during the penetration. Do you know the movie The Neverending Story? Don't watch and that. Valcor. No, you cannot fuck Valcor. All right, let's back it up here for a second. I think you start with the bigger car. And then you have a weird motel, and then maybe go on. Next caller. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for coming in. Right, Thanks thank for you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. We're going to take oh next caller. God. There you go. Right, Kate, we're, we're uh, we will go to jail. Yeah. No. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Okie dokes. All right. We'll take another one. <laughs> All right. We're getting the next one lined up. It's a male now. We're finally going to get a male into Oh, that'll be perfect. Yeah, I'd get Jesus. Good God. Right. Well, we don't have to edit any of this, but if HBO does get a hold of us, we're going to say none of our we're opinions. Are yeah, of course. Well, we're unqualified anyway, so this, it doesn't matter. I feel like... Does anyone... It's fine? No? What are you saying to me? Oh, we're, we're going to get Tanner on right now. You know what? Do you know what this means in Italian? Yeah. Do you? Yes. No, you don't. I think I do. It means Hello? I want to put. Hey, Rick, it's Tiwi Biller in the can ass. standard. You're on the air with Anna Ferris, who's unqualified. It's TT McGee, Kate Miller, Anna Faris, and Sim the Card Sim. We got Star Wars on the decks, and we got sweet, sweet stripes on the snitties. I mean. Got the ballast pointer down. Where are you? Tell us where you're calling from. Hola. Hola. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Waco, Texas. All right. Well, we called you. So uh, first thing we know is uh, you're getting called from Waco, Texas. <laughs> Waco's Waco. How are you doing tonight? Not too bad. I can't complain. The kids are asleep early. So. How old are your kids? Uh, one and six. One and wow. six. Is the six so fun? Is that fun? Uh, the six is great, but the one is horrible <laughs> well, you know, that's why you get smothered. what are the relationship advice uh what are you looking to ask so you, you have some you have something mind. going on with your wife right some issues with your wife uh ongoing issues for seven years it's not i, I wouldn't call them issues i'd call them just like normal everyday she just can't let go of anything What's an like, example? If I, uh, like if i was to leave the commode up last year around this time she'd bring it up this year like she just never lets go of anything did you i'm sorry your your first of all, can I say your accent is amazing, and I'm saying that genuinely. And second of all, did you say commode? Because I feel I don't know what that toilet. is. Oh, really? That's what you call toilet? That's cool. Um, it is cool. It's cool. No, <laughs> really, genuinely. It's Let me cool. ask you this: so uh, it, it's 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 a not letting things go thing. Do you bring up stuff from your collective past or no? 
say again. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear do you. you. Do you bring up stuff from your collective past? No, I don't. I like to if 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 we have an issue, then I talk about it and it's over with. I don't like to bring up old stuff. But do you feel like yeah. when and this is a real serious question, buddy? You ready for this? Yeah. Yes, sir. When uh, when when she brings something up, do you feel like she feels heard? Do you feel like she's asking a question, and when when you talk to her, do you feel like she walks away from that being like, "Well, he really saw my point of view." I like to think so, but no, I mean, no, 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 I'm not asking if you'd like to think so. Do you feel that she's like, "Oh yeah, definitely, he heard what I was trying to say." Probably not. No. Yeah, probably. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, probably not. So one of the problems here is that you've got a situation where she brings this stuff up and the reason she keeps bringing it up is that you, she doesn't feel like this isn't on you, but she feels like you're not hearing what she's saying. You're not considering her sort of concerns, all that sort of stuff. And then you Mm -hmm. feel like you've heard it, dealt with it and it's time to move on. Right. You're kind of like, really again, do you have to bring this up again? Is that the feeling? Yeah, that's exactly the feeling. Go on. You have 30 more seconds, TJ, because I have, I want to weigh in. Well, weigh on okay. in. No, that's <laughs> real. You're about to get it's the, it's I the slam down. I am. Okay, well, then no, I, I can just ask advice. What, what should I do well, differently? Well, no, I don't think you should do anything differently. I, I feel like we've had a, sort of a the dialogue between genders right now because women, we all we all work jobs, and some people get sort of more chores than others, and other people mm-hmm. get whatever but if so now the dialogue is like how do we feel make each other feel great about ourselves i want to make sure that i appreciate my partner my husband and how does he make me still feel like a sort of you know a funny goofy person that he fell in love with and i think your wife, I, I just, I, I think even by calling and submitting the question, that means that you are really trying. That and, might be a thing too, is that you're sort of right now saying, I, I don't think, yeah. and this, this might be exactly your experience. In fact, I'll wager it is. You sort of feel like I do all these things. I love her so much. I care about her. Why does she keep bringing this stuff up? Why, why are these things that are things that she's getting pissed about? Why do those outweigh the things that I do that are great husband, great boyfriend, great lover, great, you know, partner. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. You're sort of, you're dealing with her. And that's, again, a lot of times women they're they don't feel that you're hearing them. Right. What? 
Yeah, she, she can't even hear a goddamn word. Can't, they, they, feel that, they, they feel that he can't hear them. And, but also, they're sort of feeling like something else is more important. That's all it is. If you hung out with a friend of yours and they're like, well, were you, are you interested in her? No, not really at all. I don't even give a shit. But like, it's a friend. Well, why are you giving her more attention? Why do you? Mm-hmm. And so what you have to explain is it's not that. It's either I need to have attention given other places than just right here or uh, you're, you're misperceiving this. Uh, Kate says no. Uh, well, no, I'm not saying no, but I, you know, I sort of was playing with you earlier about the word commode and, and your accent and everything. But so I heard that detail and I think what strikes me, um, as a, a person in a relationship, um, with relationship dynamics is when I feel out of control of the big picture of my life. I focus in on these details and then sometimes even when I'm focusing in on these details, it might be with my mother or my brother or my dad or TJ or whoever it is that's close to me. That's the way that this sort of stress about the bigger picture of my life comes out. And um, someone told me recently that we don't ever fight about anything big in life. Like rarely do you see people that are married or people that are in families yeah. or relationships. No one's yelling at each other like, I don't find any meaning within myself, but I don't know that you really care about me beside yourself. In a post-religious, post-meeting society, I don't see us building anything. It's all evolution in genes. Yeah, you get a little bit of that. I feel like the architecture of my career is crumbling and you're not right, acknowledging right. it. And I'm trying to build the structure back up. No, but the toilet seat, the commode, it's... It's representative of something. A safe haven. It's it, it's something that she can do, and I feel like what might be going on, and I don't know your wife. I think it's a respite for you, and for her, it's a point of she can be like, "Why are you in the bathroom for so long?" You know, someone once criticized me about putting the toilet paper on the wrong way on the roll, and I was like, "That's not a thing, right?" And he was like, you're such an idiot. Like, if you don't put the toilet paper on the roll this way, the back of it will touch the inside of the thing, and then it'll be dirty. And so, I was like, what? So let me and say, he was straight up serious let me about say this. From and an that was so important view, to him. Let me so say from an objective point of view that that's an example of he, there were much bigger problems in the relationship and within himself. But he manifested that with the toilet detail. paper roll. Right? So I, I, my thing is is – Go to her and, you know, have you ever had the conversation of saying, like, I don't, I, I don't want to fight with you. I, I don't want to, I want to find a way to let the things from our past go and have a future where less of those things bother you. Are your you? dreams coming true? What's oh, happening, just, like, in I, the long I, haul I, of your life? I mean, I, maybe have the courage to say something like that. And if she gets pissed about a small detail that you're like, why? We've already talked about it. Maybe just do something so out of the ordinary and go, Hey, can we just do a check-in about like what, like when you were a kid, what did you think it would be like? Or here's a good one. Fill a bucket full of fish and give it to her. <laughs> and she's like, what is this? And you're like, it's a bucket full of fish. And she's like, I don't want this. And you're like, yes, but it, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> But it that really could is. Work too. It, you could do both of, at the same time, and then it would be real confusing. It's sort. It's sort of just like a. I, th- I think. Ask her honestly. What can we do to get past bringing things up from the past? Because that's never going to work. No relationship has ever worked mm-hmm. where you keep bringing up stuff from the past ever. Yeah. Ever. But mm-hmm. it also doesn't work to be the. This is you. I'm talking about you, buddy. 
You know, yeah. also doesn't work to be the guy that's like, let's just get over that. Like, uh, just forget that. Let's stop talking about that. Give me a break. Stop bringing that up. That is a very you're you're being as you're equally as distant in that response. So just say what begin the conversation of what can we do to stop thinking about the past and start together planning the future. All right. Well, I mean, I really appreciate the call and the advice. So I'll take it to heart. Well, listen, you know, meet me on the uh, listen. Meet me at the Bank of America on Melrose and Fairfax, <laughs> and I have three thousand dollars and a gun. A for bucket you. of fish. All right. Well, listen. It was great talking to you. Thank, Thank you so, you so much. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. Should we do a sign off? What do we do? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Hey, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening and indulging um, into a bunch of narcissists talking about themselves. Uh, Let's introduce ourselves. Uh, Number one narcissist. Oh, I'm the number one narcissist? Okay. I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm Sim. Sim. Sim Sarna. It's a spin the bottle type situation (laughs) with who talks first, right? Uh, number two narcissist, we have Kate, Kate Miller. Uh, so Kate T. Miller, I'm at Rose Petal Pistol online and www.rosepetalpistol.com coming soon, dot, 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 swoon. And I'm paying her in compliments. <laughs> Your hair looks awesome. Thank you, Anna. It's really, it's working. I feel very wealthy. Oh my God. You look it. And the number three narcissist, somebody who's not, who's like taking his headphones off and taking the microphone away. He's so narcissistic. He can't find the microphone because it's other than his hand or it's not attached to himself. Does that make sense? It's like, it's like not in and of himself. The microphone is foreign. So it's not as important. It's like outside of himself. So like in essence, it's like not a thing, you know, there's nothing out there. It's just like, it's all internal. Like you go inside to seek the universe is like inside yourself. You know, that's where it's all. That's what, yeah. T. Yeah. <laughs> at uh, TJ Miller. dot com. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Will you? Uh, will all of our listeners please come over sometime? And we will. We're gonna have a camp. We're gonna like put tents. We're gonna have a barbecue. Um, TJ and Kate uh, are ge- so generously hosting. Um, all the catering needs. <laughs> and uh can't wait. Let's wait and take a poll. Do you like fish or do you like meat on your barbecue? Oh, yeah, that's good. Do you want the grilled salmon or would you like the chicken paillard? Like the tilapia with the chicken compote. That's not a microphone, TJ. That's just your fist. You can't whistle into a fist. It won't whistle back. <laughs> You can whistle, but it's not going So let's do a little salutation to our wonderful listeners, if you guys don't mind. Our first and only time. Maybe, hopefully won't be only. Subscribe to us mind. on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Anna Ferris is Unqualified on Facebook and on Instagram. This is my sweet jackass of a producer, Sim Sarna. I love him. 
but he's a jackass. <laughs> but I do want to conclude with a big I love you. Where, I, say, say I love you into the microphone and mean it. Mean it. Mean it. We need more love in the world. We do. One. In unison? In unison. One, two, two three. three. I, I love, love you. It.